We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Ryder Cup Picks, Bets, Odds, Preview, making some team predictions. We're going to have a lot of fun. Ryder Cup time, despite the NFL going on, is one of the things that can bring me away from a football Sunday and put golf on an alternate TV as I watch the football games at the same time. Will it get the main feed? Well, it depends on what my bets are and how close they are to coming to winning on Sunday, to tell you the truth, or if there's like, it's a really close match, which then I would probably take Ryder Cup over a lot of that stuff. But if you've been missing Jeff and myself, you can always check us out on the Monday show on Mayo Media Network, along with Tim Undercust. Remember to smash the like button to the video in the comments section. Give me your highest point getter for each side, for Team USA and for Team Europe. I think this is completely up for grabs of who the individual props are. We did really well last time in France on these individual props. Maybe we can find Uh, some more lightning in a bottle again and a lot of it has to do with projecting who is just going to play a lot of golf just give yourself more shots in the bucket here because if someone goes three and two are they likely to win no but three wins is gonna get you a lot of points and that might be good for second and if things break the right way that could be good for first on a team as well so keep that in mind when you're making a lot of your bets right now i do want to let everyone know uh from the golf community i'm still doing my DraftKings show all the time and there is DraftKings for the Ryder cup tambo and kenny are gonna have that preview on monday evening on the fantasy golf degenerates podcast that is also available on mayo media network so subscribe to mayo media network if you haven't done that already and i want to give a big shout out to my guy brian reese miller who's done a lot of fun and cursed artwork for this show he's making golf nfts of the 8-bit variety they're really cool and he's actually made ones of me of jeff of cust of paul and he's given them or he's not giving them away but he's made them and you can go get them if you want to own you know the only officially endorsed pat mayo nft that i have commissioned so if you go to openc.io and 8 BitTime NFT. That's number eight. Uh, you can find all of them up there right now. They're pretty cool. You can get your each individual golfers. I believe I have a Ricky Fowler one. Uh, and you can learn more about this on NFTs Live, which is Monday and Fridays on Mayo Media Network as well. It's a cool place. It's a live show. You can go in if you have any questions about crypto, about NFTs, whatever it might be. Just jump into the chat and ask them. They will explain it to you. That's why the show is there. More people want to get into that space, but a lot like me, like, 
I just don't know anything about it or where to start or do anything. And going into that chat and asking questions has been really helpful for me going through it. So check all of that out. I'll tweet that out later on as well. Jeff Feinberg, what's up? I know you're fired up for this. I'm ready to go. I love this event. Uh, It's one of my favorite in all of sports. We were talking with Tim last year about tentpole TV. This is this is it for me. I'll try to not miss a beat. Can, can I give you a uh, preview of Cuss Corner for Wednesday's show? What we learned about Tim yesterday. Lay it on me. You know, I mean, maybe you don't know, but at the gym they have like the gyms that I go to and Tim goes to. They have like a dispenser for shampoo and conditioner. Like you yeah, go into the shower, you press the thing, you, you you wash your hair, and you walk out. Tim brings bottles of shampoo with him empty and fills them up at the gym with those things that's so fucked up it's so bad right that is so low grade you started that tim brings bottles i'm like who cares he wants his old his own old spice his own shampoo there's nothing wrong with that but then you left like He's filling up for a stash at home for a doomsday. I don't understand. Well, his a- Listen, you're just there. It's easy for you. Yeah, you take it. You wipe it off. Who wants that low-grade stuff in their house? Well, he changed his story over the course of eight hours that he actually only keeps it in his gym bag in case that they're out, which is a big deviation from what he had said <laughs> earlier on in the day. Because I started being like, yeah, well, sometimes I go in and there's nothing in there because people like you are emptying it out. Anyway, more on that on uh, Wednesday show along with the NFL picks. Team USA at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. If we throw Ty into the mix, and even if we take Ty out of the mix, because they have to win, they can't tie if they want to win the Ryder Cup. Minus 160. Right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, Europe is plus 185. A tie is 7-1. to one. You take tie out of the equation, Europe gets up to plus 200 uh, because you know, if a tie, they actually win. So to lift the trophy would be the bet is minus 160 for the USA and plus 200 for Europe. Uh, Tim has told me that Europe is going to win, and we usually do back the Euros, but I, I obviously I like the U.S. better in the U.S., But the big difference, I think, between a lot of the Ryder Cups that we've seen recently is they're at a course where it plays to their advantages. They picked the right place to go to. And I don't know if I want to lay the minus 160 because this event is still really wonky. Like, I prefer to take an underdog, but I do think that USA is going to win. Okay, minus 160 is amazing. Um, I'm happy to see that that has come down. And I... Like, it was minus 200, minus 225 for the last few weeks, Pat. And I was like, this is just going to come down. Like, I've made some prop bets, and we'll get into, but I methodically waited. I was, if it was still minus 200 this morning, I was going to use your platform to make up a source of, like, more bad USA rumors. (laughs) Like, just keep piling on overblown rumors. But but I don't know. Maybe the rumors as they have have worked. Minus one sixty. Yeah. Well, here you know you know why I, I'm going I, to Vegas I have a, in a couple of weeks. I'm going to lose my shirt if the USA loses this thing in minus one sixty. I am going to pay for my entire vacation on minus one sixty. I have a theory about why it's minus 160. I don't think that people are betting Ryder Cup golf like they would, especially with football back, are betting it like a normal golf event when football is not going on because there's a cachet 
to betting golf, like even last weekend. Like I saw a bunch of people hit Max home at 60 to 1. I can't believe I wasn't one of those people because I'm an idiot. But either way, he won. But you get paid 60 to 1 on your number. You can throw a few long shots. Like this is now like betting a football game, like a football spread. And I think that seeing the U.S. And, and I mean, listen, I'm getting this from DraftKings Sportsbook. You can only play DraftKings Sportsbook in the USA. I don't know how many Europe betters there were. But I think when people saw the minus 200, they were like, well, I don't want to bet that. I'll bet something else. You're probably right. It's like minus 200 is way too much money to wait on a three-day football game. Like, it's not just a three-hour football game. It's a three-day football game. It's like a test match in cricket. I wouldn't want to bet that. If I'm, you know, I'm a degen. I one time bet like a live cricket match. Didn't end for like five days. I didn't know that. So, yeah, I get it. That's a huge number, and that's a great point to the football game. And the books, they're smart. They're like, if someone is such a degenerate and needs like to bet the USA now, and they took everything I said at total face value that the USA is going to overwhelm them and just needed that bad number, the books are like, we'll just leave this here. But when we get to the week of, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. We'll reset to see what I are. If people are that hungry for their USA to overwhelm them drug um, this time around on that golf course. We'll just leave this number here. And I bet you they probably took some bets. Well, here's the thing. I got that completely wrong. I was clicked on the wrong tab. It was, oh. day, it was day three singles winner was USA minus 160. It is minus well, 200. That's an, it's it's minus 200. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're I mean, listen, that's a bad. Sorry, that's that's a great number. DraftKings is the best, but you might be able to do better. Well, okay, okay, well you can you can even tell the story. We don't need to name names or name prices or anything like that. But you found a minus one forty on the USA. I found a minus one forty five on the USA at a book that you know people around where I live know well. That um, I, that, I that, that I refuse to use. By the way, I think yeah, it's a, yeah, I but think people it's a know it. Book. Like it's one of the first books I used, Pat. I remember being like a baby and using this book like eons ago. Like when even before I worked with Cam and Pozzola, which would have been in like 08-ish. Um, uh, yeah, and it's not the book that's cross-border that you, some people are thinking of. They had a minus 140, like three on the USA. I deposited such a stupid amount of money because I want to pay for this trip. And they only let me bet $280 on it. And now I have all this money in this account that I don't want and I can't even get it out right away because I got to verify myself again and send them a stool sample. This happened, yeah. to, this, this happened to Paul on the same book as well because they, as Paul said, they don't let you click what the max bet is on it unless you have the maximum amount of money to bet on it in your account already. So you can't actually see what the max bet is. So you just go in assuming that you can just smash this line because it's an online sports book. And it's like, now it's a major we're not, sporting we're not, event. We're not actually taking money on this. No. And it's like a major sporting event. Like it's a, I'm not comparing, but it's like a world event. It's a huge event in many respects. It is, I know kind of like a major it, it not do you know what I mean? Like it's just excite like we're excited for it almost like it's a major. Uh so I was dumbfounded to see that's what they would take. They tell me they'll increase the limit in a few days, but by then they'll realize what their bad line is. Maybe they're just out here doing it as a promotion, but knowing them, they probably just didn't change that. Um shoot, there's a lot I want to get into. So I 
Well, but okay. I do think that day three singles is something that's on my prop card. We're going to talk about that later. Before we get to 2020, what are we calling it? 2020? The, the crest thing is going to be like the Euro, Euro, the the soccer tournament this summer, Pat. It's still going to be 2020 cresting. And like, I think official logos. On, yeah, you, on, you know what? In the title of this, I'm going to call it 2021 because people will search 2021 because it's 2021. You know, I'm just saying I, that was just something, I don't know, that, that just catches the corner of my eye. Last time around, I just got to give you props before we close the door on Paris. We didn't just call that Europe would win. We were excited to bet Europe. We thought it suited them. I'm going to give you triple props because you literally called the game script. Like, it's literally calling a football game and saying, no, like, their run-pass percentage is going to be this, they're going to be dominant in this and that and this, and that's exactly how the game plays out. Not winning your football bet because there was a stupid turnover or something stupid happened or you thought they passed the ball great, but they didn't and they ran it great, but you won your bet and you think you're smart. No, you nailed this event from top to bottom last time. Last time, you crushed it in how exactly it would play out. And to your word, it did. Well, I don't have as good of a feel for this one as I did for the last one. And you could just tell by the team construction that the USA brought to Le Club National en Paris France that they were just not bringing the right people to play at that. Because that was the fun thing about, because we got to see the French Open earlier that year. When yes. I think Norin ended up winning, he ended up like staging a comeback on Sunday, but like Thomas played in it. You saw the Americans go over and you just saw how it played out. It played hard. If you put it in the rough, it was penal and you weren't going to hit 340 yard drives and overwhelm that course. It was actually going to lead to problems for you. So short hitters, conservative players, good short games, like all that stuff really came into focus uh, where the USA just didn't bring anyone like that. So this time around, it seems like they brought the right people and that's not to say they're a lock to win. They most definitely aren't. Listen, if the European team goes out and makes putts for three days, they're going to win. Like, that's going to happen. Uh, and they just, for whatever it is in this team event, even if they have the lesser talent, which they do this time around, there's just something about the Ryder Cup, team golf. And I, I don't, it's unquantifiable. It seems like it's not even that they're used to team play or care more about team play. I don't know what it is, but the Europeans, like you can almost give them like two and a half points in the Ryder cup, just free because they'll find like these weird edges and, and how to win them. I, I, I don't know how it works like that, but it does every single time. Yeah. There are so many anomalies that I don't think are as simple as people make them out to be in many ways, Pat. Maybe it's just that the best players on that team bought in. Like, they bought in. Well, Tiger and Phil's, maybe you can make the case, their era, those guys, those two, they didn't really buy in, and that just sort of set a standard. Um, well, in Europe, the top guys buy in. That's a standard you all must follow. But the perception that, A, they pass on, uh, like, better players to take um, – team guys I think is is wrong they don't really have better players to pass on they take the best players they can the notion that it is all like guys who like each other is also a little bs in the pairings because they're extensive and deep in their analytics and making their pairings and they use the numbers not friendships to make pairings so you know that isn't necessarily something that um I mean, the numbers are quantifiable, but there's this perception that, you know, they get along and it's this kumbaya. 
I don't know. They have an attitude about them, and it's carried over now. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. The biggest thing that I've always noticed about the European side, and they, you know, you can say this about Poulter, like yeah, Graham McDowell's a bulldog, that kind of thing. And maybe this, maybe this is just, you know, an observation. It actually does not match up, and I'm misremembering everything that happens. But it does feel like the European team doesn't give up matches the way the Americans do. Like, if the Americans feel like they're not playing, like, not all the American teams, but, like, when you have these superstar teams that are, like, three down after eight, like, you just don't see that many comebacks from them. Where, like, Europe will grind it out until the very end. And that could just be completely anecdotal. But that is something that I've felt like I've noticed over the past decade. That could very well be there. Um, Something I will say I think they do spectacularly is their, like, captain system. You truly like get involved in like a rotation and you have to pay your dues extensively. It feels like being part of the team being, you know, um, you know, low rung assistant to you're still a player, but you show up and want to be there even though when you're not on the team and help out to like official vice captain multiple times in some respects to finally getting your chance as a, as a captain. And it's exciting. And even when you look down the road of some of the guys that are on the team or just left off this Europe team, you see so many future captains. And it's harder to find that when really staring down the barrel of um, USA golf, other than a couple obvious uh, choices. Now that we can get out and travel and take vacations, we want to celebrate some of our favorite times by turning our new memories into art. Get a professional, hand-painted portrait created from any photo at truly affordable prices or combine photos of people or places you love into one painting. It's fast and you can receive your portrait in as little to two weeks. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try paintyourlife.com. Send any picture of yourself, your children, family, a special place, someone you love who isn't around anymore, a cherished pet, even an action shot of you or your children playing your favorite sport. It makes a perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. It's meaningful, it's personal, and it can be cherished forever. I got my stuff, it showed up, and my wife instantly put it up on the wall. It was pretty awesome, and I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, and we got it. I was like, oh crap, Like this, this actually is something we can put on the wall, so paintyourlife.com is where you want to be and at paintyourlife.com there's no risk if you don't love the final painting your money is refunded guaranteed and right now for a limited time offer get 20% off your painting that's right 20% off and free shipping to get this special offer text the word mayo m-a-y-o to 64,000 that's mayo to 64,000 text mayo to 64,000 thousand that's six four zero 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 text that paint your life celebrate the moments that matter most terms apply available at paintyourlife.com slash terms again text mayo to sixty four thousand let's talk about teams and who might play together because trying to project out who is going to play the most sessions is the easiest way to find yourself to the very top of trying to bet these because i i mean i'm not going to bet the minus 200 i wasn't even going to bet the minus 160 on usa i'd prefer to play because it's golf i want to play a seven to one most points for this team and there are some pretty decent ones out there if we can wrap our minds around who is actually going to play the most so i think 
for the USA, at least, I think you'll see Spieth and Thomas probably every session. I think they're going to play together unless you know, it goes a com- like it's a complete disaster to begin with. And then they, they blow it up at some point. But those two seem like they're locked into each other. And they're both the favorites as well for uh, the Team USA top point getter. Thomas is 6-1. to one. Uh, Spieth is actually 7-1 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. I've seen Spieth at 6-1 to one in different places. But the overall is Thomas. Six to one. DJ Xander Spieth seven to one. Cantlay seven and a half. Bryson eight to one. Brooks nine to one. Morikawa nine to one. Finau ten. Scheffler fourteen. Berger sixteen. Harris English sixteen. I think we're pretty confident that Scheffler, Berger, and English will likely be the odd men out in a lot of these circumstances, right? Like we're not, you know, obviously that's no guarantee, but logically yeah. that would make the most sense. And I don't think that Brooks plays the full compliment because I think he's hurt. Okay, there's so much for me to unpack in in a lot of this. Um, I think you're right. I think you can honestly cross guys off. And I know while it might be hard to believe, there could be a case that maybe the rookie status even puts Morikawa in part of okay, this. That, so that, that, of, that, that seems so insane to me because I was looking. It seems insane, but we'll, I, I saw some. Right. I, I saw I'm some. Hold on. I, hold on. I saw some people project out day one, like foursomes, then four or four balls and foursomes. And Morikawa was left on the bench on Friday. Crazy. And didn't get his first session until Saturday afternoon. Is it the fucking number three player in the world? Are you kidding me? These people are insane. And he, he, he is also the perfect partner for exactly. Bryson. Exactly. <laughs> you, you send him with any of these freaking ball there's eight guys on the team you could send them out there with and let them crack in off the tee and let them position a that's it like i don't know if they, they must know something about his health or that i almost think it was fatigue with him he wins a major he does the olympics he's just an exhausting run of of golf i think he's going to come and refresh and you could be onto something he's a forgotten soul in this maybe there's a prop market you could like him on but top overall player is not one that I'm here for. And you're probably right as it pertains to Scheffler and Berger. I don't think it's possible for them. Brooks Kepka, I'm with you, Pat. I think he could literally, I think he could play the Morikawa amount. And I'm not kidding, but he's probably told coach that when I'm out there, I will freaking win for you. But his comments, I don't want to overrate them because I do believe they're true. It is different. I don't know why he has to say what he says, but it's a different routine for everybody. I'll also say they seem a little hypocritical because Brooks is the guy that like, I want more heckling in golf. I want more rowdy crowds. I want that. And like the Ryder cup is everything he wants to be added into golf more regularly. So there should be a little give and take in his attitude. That being said, Brooks Kepka, in my opinion, you're a goddamn superstar. And I think superstars, sometimes you got to just cater to them. And if you're the captain, you put them in the best place. What does that mean to me, Pat? Well, he's verbalized something. So I don't want him having to touch someone else's ball all week. Okay? He seems like he's upset about a routine. Well, guess what, BK? Every day when you're playing for me, you got to go off last. You don't got to watch anyone golf. You got to show up to a 15-minute team meeting in the morning get over it, and then go lift, go do your routine all day. You anchor me, but you don't touch anyone's ball all week, only your own, and you're going to be my anchor because you love the clutch moments. So if I'm captain, that's my plan for BK. That also means there's really no road for him, in my opinion, to win a prop 
like that. It, uh, it, it's, I think it, this it, comes it, down hold, to- hold on, hold on. It's funny that you, and I kind of agree with you with the the psychology of putting him in those spots where he'd play best ball twice or four, what the fuck they call it, best ball. Best ball in single. So he gets his three sessions and that's going to be it. I, I think he would be one of the better alternate. I think that he is, or he should be, at least his skill set, would be one of the better alternate shot players in the world. He has every shot in the bag. So does so many great players. And it's but it's no, but, no, but 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 not like him though. When we go down this list of guys that are here who can hit it as far as he can accurately off the tee, who's so good with his irons, who's immaculate around the greens, who can make these twenty-five foot putts. That's a very short. Like Bryson can't do that. You, you aren't wrong, but I don't know why he. I mean, he was with Finau last time. Finau got three and a half points. They were a nice pairing. They played in multiple formats. They were one of the lone bright spots. Uh, I could send him out with a Palm Beach, Palm Beach boys and, and DB Burger, straight vibing Palm Beach crew. You're right, but I don't understand why he verbalized something. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think there's a road for him between injury and his words to be a factor in this market, in the in a prop market. So, I, like that, that's. That's where I am. I've made a bet or two in this market, Patrick. Well, Xander and Cantlay played together every session at the President's Cup. Let's go. I, I would expect them to be a team again here. And they'll be everywhere. And I took the better odds. I recorded something with Rick um, last Friday for OC and Xander Shoffley. Plus 850 to be top USA uh, point score for me on Xander Shoffley. And I also took, I didn't know which one would be better or worse. So I took both because they're different opponents, but I took him as top USA rookie and top USA wild card. Um, So I'm all in on Xander. I think he max sessions. The rookies are against, you know, the Ryder cup debutants. The wild card is tricky because that one, has speed in it. So that one came back with more money for me, though. Yeah, it's right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, Xander's 7-1. to one. Cantley's actually plus 750 to be the top. So I would bet Cantley, I guess, then today if I made the bet. Like, I think they're the same guy. You can maybe, who do you like more in singles? But you're absolutely right, Pat. When I project this team, Dustin could be a wild card. But it's Max Jordan and Ju- Jordan and Jordan and Justin and Max um Patrick and Xander and I think everything kind of falls behind that when trying to figure out what's going to happen with Stricker's lineups do you think that they play all five sessions because that's a question that you have to ask yourself like do they sit? one of them will if one, one of them, them will sit right yeah one of them will lose one of them will pro- could see you know that uh, a rock like one of them could lose one of them might not play well but for a prop like this I'm trying to project if they play well who rides or dies and there there's that seems like the crew. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, try Well, you can probably hold these bets until when do they release the first day, like first four ball pairings Thursday evening. So you, you probably want to wait until then, unless you catch a really good number. Cause at least you have your eight guys on one side, eight guys on one side. They're the only 16 players that could theoretically play all 16 or play all five sessions yeah. that they would have the leg up. Like if Morikawa is sitting, like it's going to be hard for him to win that bet just because he's going to be down a session. Who Can did, I say something? Who did, I just want to know who Dustin's playing with. And if Dustin, they're just going to roll out there every time. Okay. Dustin's a big wild card in this. He's the most experienced player on the team. Uh, you can maybe make a sea Island boys with Harris English. 
Uh, he could go well with, with Scheffler. He's a wild card in this, but I don't want to forget. You just said something goddamn genius, and I'm making a note in my phone. They're going to release these, these sheets on Thursday, late Thursday. The books are still going to have their props up. You could see the lineup, and then you can bet the prop. Now, what I mean by that, it's, I'm, it's more so like if I see Bryson is going morning one, Pat, he becomes a live bet for everything from yeah, top I overall agree. to top USA. If they're giving him a chance to catch freaking fire with the form he's in to hit Kraken off that goddamn party tee on one and he wins Friday morning, he's going back out. He's going back out. And then it's all possible. What from is his ability? What, what is the first session? Is it alternate shot or best ball? That someone gets to decide. We, you think we're professionals and know this. Either the winner or the loser or the home team picks the order. I don't think they've even given it to us yet. All right. Because I think that would be something to look into. Because if it's the alternate shot and Bryson's in it, then I think it's full, oh, hammer. It, hammer it's full gas. The but I can still see that even if he plays well on like the like, I would think where it's Bryson and maybe the rumors about like him trying to find him a partner or tough, like him an alternate shot is a bit dicey because his game is so much different than everyone else's game that it's just hard to put him with a partner. I'm going to say this, not because people don't like him, but because I he's hitting it 360 off the tee into the woods. And he had Morikawa being like, I don't have a shot for this. <laughs> I want to back this bus up just a little bit. In my opinion, I think it's overblown. I bet you there are texts been chirpity, chirpity, chirping the captains. Give me Bryson. Give me him. Well, it's a, I want to do, I want to do it with him. I think there are some people that crave the positions he can give them. And why would, let me just say, uh, sorry, I'll stop saying, I'll say this. Yeah. Just say it. I'm going to just say it. I'm so fired up today. I don't even care what happened yesterday. I do not. Uh, that's life. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, like Jordan Spees, some great alternate shot partner. He could put you in a freaking in, in, in high grass or in the ocean. You're only 150 yards farther back. You know what? So I, hold, hold on. You know what? That might be a really good alternate shot team. Let's go. Spieth and Bryson. That, well, that's the other part of it, Pat. When I project who can play with Bryson, it's only four men. It can only, and I think it's going to be Justin. It's going to be Jordan. It's going to be Xander because they're the captains. No. And captains need to take on responsibility or it's going to be Tony. Tony's got like five kids. He knows children. <laughs> I look at it and think Bryson is probably the best equipped to take, like to have a dominant performance at this course because of his skill set. I think that you need someone with a good short game and good wedge play if you're going to go out with Bryson. So that would leave Spieth, that would leave Justin. I don't think they're going to break those two guys up. So then I'm looking at like Finau, that's not really the part of his game where I really like it. Weirdly, Burger seems like Burger and Scheffler seem like really good ones to put with him. Uh, just because the scrambling with the scrambling and short game for Morikawa isn't necessarily there. Like their games are so different and uh, what they want to do that it might just throw Morikawa off that he's not hitting from the fairway on every single approach shot like he would do if he was playing by himself. So just kind of looking at it, maybe Harris English is like he's just so like nondescript that throwing him out there with Bryson, but they need to find a partner for him. And like you said, if people are on like text chains, 
fans being like, I want to play with Bryson. There is a Patrick Reed void to fill on this team of like, who's the emotional leader of this team. If you're Scotty Scheffler and you go out and you rein in Bryson and you start winning with Bryson, that's only going to be great news for you. And then it gets you an auto spot next time because you're the guy that's good with Bryson, who people consider erratic. I'm also crazy enough, Pat, to think if Brooks and Bryson were the first two guys in the lunchroom and everybody like followed one by one, I think they'd rather eat lunch with Bryson. Like Brooks and his cool guy table. I don't know. Whatever. I think these guys like Bryson way more than than people perceive. And I think their respect for Brooks is 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 through the roof um uh, you know i so i i don't know I, I think there's so much overblown as it pertains to this team dustin johnson is the only guy with more than three rider cups this is the least experienced rider cup team the u.s has sent through this entire getting their ass whipped on a like i don't they don't deserve to wear the pass in my opinion and i'm betting them to overwhelm the other side I'm curious to see what happens with Morikawa because that he would be sort of, I know he's not playing right now, like playing well right now, but he would sort of be the linchpin of my team here. Like I have this guy who is amazing and we're not going to use him. That seems like a really bad strategy. Yes. I, I wouldn't say that. I don't believe that to be the case. Does he you, get, I, does he get three sessions, four sessions or five sessions? Cause the way that it's looking and the way that people are talking is looking like three sessions, which seems insane. I think everything is up in the air. I mean, we, we sit here so confident Justin and Jordan are going to go to the wall together in this thing. I don't necessarily think that's the case in some respects because I, okay. Steve Stricker made a decision and I, he had to make a decision that he felt was in the best interests of winning this Ryder cup with his name on it forever. And he decided he is going to just side with the non Patrick Reed crowd. And like the best thing for this team is my leaders are Justin and Jordan. And I think leaders sometimes have to do what's best for the team. And in Paris, they did not do what was best for the team. Their moms called the principal's office and, and pretty much said, we need to play together. And they broke up a really good team that didn't deserve to be broken up yet. And Reed and Spieth. I mean, that, that goddamn country allowed Keegan and Phil to have the highs of highs and the lows of lows. For You know, they should have allowed more lows for, for Reed and, and Spieth. And Justin would have been a great force going out with another pairing. And maybe they're smart enough to look at each other and say, we're friends, but maybe it is the best if I go out with, with, with Bryson. You know, we even saw Justin laughing with Bryson. It was the first time I saw Bryson laughing in competition during at any point, like since the incidents, well, maybe he was having a great time on the course with Justin. Like I would not be surprised if one of those captains says, I'm like, we're going to take this guy. Well, if that's, or, if that's the case, then why not just break up Cantley and Xander, put Xander with like Finau or Morikawa and put Cantley with Bryson who, you know, when they play together, they seem to play really well individually. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. I also think that's another thing that's totally overblown because listen Cantley's won everything and Bryson doesn't even probably remember telling Cantley to stop moving <laughs> um so I don't think that is even a thing at all but it's another like x people want to put into why this team doesn't like each other uh and a name that you just brought up that we haven't really discussed much Pat 
if you see Tony Finau out in that first session, I am eyeing a top, a 25 to one overall point scorer um, in the entire thing, because we spoke about before he won and in, like you were, you were in that event, but the way it all happened, it makes me think that Steve Stricker, like in how quickly he put Tony on the team, he's been envisioning Tony on this team for literally a year and a half and didn't want to have to build a team without Tony and was thrilled that he did what he did at the Northern Trust. So that was over immediately. I think he is a huge part of this team, huge um, part. Uh, so I think he could be in play if we see him out early for all the big props. What what, what could his USA top um, ten to one? I don't know his top USA, but I have Finau top top uh, captain's pick? USA uh, top wild card overall at plus six fifty, and top USA wild card at plus four fifty. Yeah, he's seven to one and four fifty on DraftKings Sportsbook right now as that. So. As what? As what? As top uh, top captain's pick, he's seven to one overall, and then yeah. four fifty to be top American captain's pick at DraftKings Sportsbook. And so, what about top American? Top American, he's ten to one overall. So I mean, I don't. I'd rather go top. If I'm betting Finau, I wouldn't bet Finau top American. I'd bet him top overall. Okay, I can see that. I, I went and looked at the schedule right now, and the way that they have it listed is that it's foursomes, four ball, foursomes, four ball, then singles. So if that's the case, then you would have alternate shot to kick things off. And I think that would be really telling of who you see go out there first. Uh, so if you see Bryson, you see Finau, it could be like, you know, all gas, no break at that point for those guys. So th I think the first session is going to be pretty telling because I want to switch to the Euros. We spent way too much time talking about the American side. I want to switch to the European side because I find I want to give them equal time. I want to like the politic commercials. I mean, what you I could get to them or you can keep talking. I have one USA bet I'd like to just say before we get off them. Okay. Uh, you mentioned it in thinking what you thought the line was earlier, but it was the day three singles line. I have bet USA to win singles minus 138. I play out all the permutations. I have 12 matchups. I would be the favorite in so many of them. Uh, I think that's a fantastic number. Even the 160 you addressed, I think is a good number. I don't know which way this is going to go. Europe can be so good in the pairings and, and, and USA could have their kerfuffles, but 12 V 12 singles. Oh man. Oh man. That's a Sunday one day only bet friends. That's a Sunday one day only bet. That's not a three day test match. That's the bet. That's the bet. It's still available. I, I don't say other books here. DraftKings 160, great place. So many Americans experienced financial hardship in the last year. Upstart can help you regain your footing and get things back on track. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just a credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and your current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. 
With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000, and you receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting the loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash mayo. That's upstart.com slash mayo. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash mayo. European top point getter is Rom. Is the Rom and Rory are the two favorites, three to one and plus four fifty, who are just not playing good golf. I mean, they're playing good golf. Rom obviously missed the cut at an event he didn't care about and probably showed up hungover one of the days. But he's lost strokes on approach in three consecutive events. So has Rory. The last time that both those guys did that was like 2008 and two, or 2018 and 2017. So that's not great news. So I actually like this next line. And I want to see, again, if these guys are playing session one and who they're playing with. Hovland 7-1, to one, Casey 8-1. to one. I think those are the guys that you want to target from the European side. Uh, that Casey one is very important. And, um, I don't know if are Tom and Sky going to do something this week here. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure. Like they're probably going to cover the European side of this on European yeah. tour picks and bets. I don't know. Is there a European tour event this weekend? I would hope not. Yeah. I they're don't know. so proud of this thing. You would think that they would not like. That's also I a would... part of this too. It means more to Europe than it does the U S it just does. Yeah, I would agree. We'll get over it. We'll get on to football. Not to say they wouldn't have their own football to get on to, but um, nonetheless, I've already had a chance to speak with Tom. He loves the Paul Casey. He like he fits whistling straights. They're going to need a diamond in that post Rom Hovland Rory tier. Uh, he loves Casey. Uh, look around for 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 that number. He made some strong cases. Um, you know, he's never really been relied upon at the Ryder Cup by Europe. For, well, he wasn't allowed to play on the team for ages. Yes, no, from the plethora of reasons when he wasn't allowed to even when he was allowed, they haven't used him maybe like they should. He's an older player, but we don't think of him with that other part of that European guard um, in Ooh. some respects. But okay. Hovland at that much shorter, Pat, that's the interesting one, because here is my question. Are they going to be like a baseball manager who sometimes puts like a player who isn't as good in the two hole to say, I want to strength. I want to lengthen my lineup. A coach would say lengthen my lineup. which in or, baseball, or, hold on, which in baseball is like the stupidest thing to do because you'd want to get more at bats for your better player. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. Or are you just going to freaking put Rom and Victor and go win a point? And I could see them doing that and thinking I have enough leadership and, and moxie. And if I get my Rom Victor point, I need to get one of three other points and we are level and we are right where we need to be as Europe. Well, I could see, I could, I could see, I could see that. I actually think the better pairing is, and this is what we did to, cause I cashed them. I was either Molinari or Fleetwood. I can't remember who it was, but I saw that they were playing together on day one. I was like, if these guys are actually a team and they start winning, I'm just betting both of them to be the highest points getter. And then if they continue to win matches, one of them wins their singles, they're good to go. I want to see if Hovland's playing with Casey. Cause I know that Casey played with Hatton in France last time, but I think that Hovland Casey just makes a lot of sense. It makes a ton of sense, but um, that that's something to what the placement of Victor Hovland is 
is is um, essentially my European Bryson, but for totally different reasons. That being said, it's also totally different, Pat, because um, there's going to be about four and a half guys on this European team, five guys that, that play the full go. Like guys are going to be stapled to the pine here. Okay, well, let's, um, let's talk about who's not playing then. Westwood's not playing. Weisberger's not playing. Fitzpatrick might not play much at all. Yeah, Fitzpatrick might not play much. It feels like those are the three. Because Poulter's probably going to play with Rory, an alternate shot, because that's what they do. Not that they're like yes. good at it, but they do play together. <laughs> and there's a lot of talk out there that um, even like maybe for the, that Lowry could could ride Rory's momentum this well, week. That he could that, be a good guy to I, piggyback I, in the prop market. I looked at just him based as, on that. I looked at him as top rookie. Because if he gets that first go with Rory and they win, you're probably going to see a lot of Lowry. Yeah, yeah. If they go, exactly. They go out early and win, that might not get broken up for for a bit. Um, Europe's not really about the country pairings. Like, it's not something, um, like, again, they're so deep dived into the analytics that Rory would have to beg them to to break up an analytical call to go to a friendship call, right? The problem I have with Lowry is through the midsummer, from essentially like the heritage through the PGA Championship to the US Open, he became like one of the premier drivers in the world, which was just crazy. He was gaining so many strokes off the tee, and that has completely flipped the past two months or so, where all of a sudden he can't drive it anymore, but the irons have come alive. Like he has all of the parts of the game, and that's why he can win uh, you know, a WGC, he can win a race to Dubai, he can win an open championship because very seldomly will he put all four facets of his game together. It's usually one or two that really hold him back from really breaking through. But maybe in a format like this, that's he's kind of a guy that you want because he's good at everything depending on the day and can he catch lightning in a bottle. And you just have to send someone out with Rory who can at least let Rory feel comfortable because Rory is really the key to Europe winning this because you expect Rom to play well. You expect Victor to go out and do it. Rory just seems like such a wild card right now where he could be the best guy here or he could just be bad. Yeah, there are some scary stats in Rory's form um, coming into this event, but maybe this is the perfect thing to sort of flip him. It's the environment. It's the atmosphere, a team locker room. I, I, I'm not sure. One thing I'm pretty certain of, he's going five sessions. Victor's going five sessions. Rom is going five sessions. There's a good chick case to make that they can't afford not to play Casey five sessions. Um, yeah, that, that, that is, uh, that is it. But you're, I think you're fair. I mean, Rory, Rory, Rory makes up the first wave of this team. You know, it's him, Victor, and Rory, right? Like you would and maybe Rom. draw like a dotted line after those three. Yeah, it's, it's those three and then it's Casey probably Hatton weirdly enough because if yeah. they play if they play together you know Fleetwood's been bad and Hatton's been bad it's I don't know that mid-tier they're gonna have to rise they're gonna have to rise and it's gonna happen we'll all be watching I'll have my heavy piece on the Americans um Hatton is going to roll something in from 38 feet and the Americans are going to miss the nine footer for the half. Like that's just, and I'm going to be like, Oh my God, it's all happening again. I, I also think that the euros will be much quicker to pull the plug on someone. Like if you have like Rory, Rom and Vic, they're going to be safe. Casey's probably safe. And then whoever else goes out in that first session, whether it's 
Fleetwood, Sergio, Hatton, and Lowry. Or, you know, take Fleetwood off, put Poulter in, take Lowry out, put Poulter in, whatever it is. I think four of those five guys will make up the first pairings that we see out with, you know, mix and match with everyone else in the first session. If one or two of those guys plays like absolute trash, you're seeing Weisberger, you're seeing Westwood. Like, no, you guys don't have it. We're giving these guys a shot to see if we can find like a Thomas Peters from that one year when he was awesome. Yeah. And I don't know. I think Weisberger could be a tricky, sneaky rookie call. Cause he's a guy that can get in fuego. Uh, um, Cust has said he expects big things from burned Weisberger at this Ryder cup. <laughs> Uh, he's 25 to one to be the top Euro point getter. That's not possible. I, I do they lean because Sergio might play if Sergio's playing well, he, he might play a lot, a lot, a lot. And he has the game for this. And I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a Pete Dye course. He does play well at Pete Dye courses. He's, he hits the ball a mile off the tee. The ball striking is good. And, Oh, maybe it's one of those weeks where he closes his eyes and the putts actually drop. They need him. I would agree. I just, I would be so laser focused on K. You, you, you nailed it. I mean, you sort of said exactly where my thoughts were on Casey and um, Vic. And Vic. Uh, you know, I think that's where it is. That's where I'm going to get my max sessions. Um, I trust the talent. Like Casey could beat anyone on that American team. I wouldn't be shocked. The scary thing is, is for how confident I am, I have done some role play exercises with like captaining and like with other people for content and, you know, just making the matchups. And they're not as like, you see them on paper and it's like, ah, oh, Europe can win that. Europe can win that. Europe can win that. Like you're not shocked, but. I still do believe that USA will overwhelm them, Pat. I do believe that, that, I mean, I guess because I'm, I mean, I'm trying to convince myself of what I, uh, what I think is going to happen to bet it. But I do think a lot has been overblown, not only with how much these guys don't like each other, but also the history of it. The U S is really good at home. And when they lose at home, it usually takes like a ridiculous upset. And I have, a scar on my knee, like skin is not fully grown back from that Justin Rose versus Phil at Medina. Presented by MasterCard. <laughs> right? You know, like I, oh man, I like dove head first on carpet and oh, that wasn't good. You know, just through my whole crowd of NFL Sunday pals. That was, that was one of my favorite golf memories. I love like, you know, from the hate of Rose. Before we went down that path, we had a history. Um, I love this event. I've never not bet Europe. I even made a losing bet on Hazeltine knowing I was making a losing bet. And I still did it. I'm not doing it this time. Switching sides. Switching sides. I'm going to wait until these are announced to actually throw down money. Like I said, Hovland Casey would be my early lean from the Euro side. If Bryson is playing or Morikawa is playing in those first two, especially if they're paying to playing together, I'll probably just bet them both. That they, would be good. Yeah, that's, I agree. That, that's what we did with Answer for the President's Cup, too, was we waited to see if he was in the first session. It's like, oh, Answer actually suits this course really well. Let's oh, yeah, bet Answer. That. And then he ended up, what, tying for point lead for the internationals? Like, there are... Guys, but you have to make sure. I, I'm just going to continue to hit that home if you haven't realized yet. It's like you have to make sure that they're playing. <laughs> yes, that is true. So, I guess in that respect, 
I would be looking for Bryson Morikawa. And I even said, if Finau was out early, it shows to me what Steve Stricker had in his mind for, for two goddamn years on what he thought this team would be, how he planned it, how integral Finau was on it. Um, off his three and a half points in Paris, off his just great consistent play that, that, that I think now that we're here, I think Stricker can enact that Finau plan that he might've had in his head. If he goes out early, those big overall point score numbers, I think are totally um, in play. You're right. Like if you want Xander, if you want Cantley, if you want like even Hovland, you want to bet one of those guys, you know, that like they should be pushed to the wall in this thing. You're going to bet them. You got to bet them now, seven, eight to one in between there, whatever it is. But there is a small pocket of players that if we see they're off in alt shot, that, that, that sends out the, that that's the greatest sign. And you want to be willing to back them in small, in a hyper small field event, because we've crossed four guys off a squad. And once you see Friday morning, you could probably cross five date guys off a squad. This is really interesting. I'm looking on DK right now. Hovland's seven to one to be top Euro score, but he is 14 to one to be top overall score, which is the same as Morikawa, Casey, Sergio, and Finau. Well, he's not in that level up. Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure. I would say you, you look around, and this is an event that's once every couple years, and the books. I don't think they have a full grasp on what to do with the prop markets. You know, the outright market is based on rosters and names and perception of things and a little bit of past history involved, certainly. Uh, but, but the prop markets, I don't think they know exactly how to handle them, Pat. Which I have another follow-up question for you if, if you have nothing on that. You hit me. Okay, I'm not an each-way guy. It's not my thing. I don't like to do it. Go big, go home. That's what we're doing for big tournaments at big numbers. You give some back. I, I, I just feel whatever. I'm not into it. But just take example like USA. Does it make any sense? You know, you see that Cantley, you see that, that, that Xander or any of those longer guys. You can each way them, Pat, especially if they're out Friday morning. When you can already cross off like four and a half guys on the team once a guy you like is out Friday morning, is that as much as the number is smaller than, you know, a tournament each way on a guy who's like 80 to one, isn't that actually a pretty smart bet? Well, the way that I look at it right now, I'm looking at the each way. It pays one fourth of the odds for a top three. So I don't know if it makes sense for like, I don't know if it makes sense for like ROM, but yeah, if, if you know that Hovland's going to play all five sessions and he's seven to one, what does that bring it down to? What's one fourth of seven? See, Europeans are better at these sort of odds than I am. They'd pay plus 175. That, yeah, that he would come top three on his team. That has to be a Is pretty, that's a pretty large wager you'd have to put down though, because half of it goes to the seven, half of it goes to the 175. I'm just saying it's a nice little safety net, like especially that Europe team. I think it makes more sense. Know. Like if you see Weisberger out there as a part of it, be like, oh shit, each way him at 25 to one. <laughs> I don't, because in my head, like once I've crossed off four guys on a team and you're saying I need to be three of the remain, be top three of the remaining eight to cash. I like that. Then, you know, that makes more sense to me stupidly than 
oh, I need this guy to finish top five in this event of 165 people. No, no, I, I understand that. But I think that we need to react to what's the information that's presented in front of us because we have our assumptions of who is going to play and who's not going to play. But there might be like just a, a screwball thrown in at the last second. I'm like, man, I can't believe that guy like Harris English is paired up with Dustin Johnson on the opening day. And then all you have to do at that point, because there's so much recency bias involved in keeping these teams together. Like it doesn't feel like any of these people have a set plan. Like Furyk definitely didn't have a set plan last time for Team well, USA. He let everyone pick whatever. But if Dustin and English, for example, are a team on day one, I mean, I wouldn't hate a Harris English top each way top score because if him and Dustin go out and win six and five, they're playing the next session together. Sea Island boys, get them going. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely, you're right. So I guess wait for that. I, I, I got in on that Xander, thought it was a good number. And I'll admit, I actually eached way my Xander um, USA usa thing which is weird i don't know why i did that but i thought it made sense i think he's just gonna play everything and now to see cantley's the higher odd i don't know plus 750 cantley to the each way i don't think that that's bad I, i've made my pick in xander in that respect from that um but yeah and i like God, never mind I'm not going there you like what uh, nothing what is it tell me I don't even remember. <laughs> How embarrassing is this? I don't remember. No, oh, okay. It's not embarrassing. No. I mean, I assume it's not embarrassing you, at all. If you won't tell us, then I assume it's embarrassing. No, it's just like a silly thing to say. Okay. Then if you don't want to say it, I'm not going to. There's a part of me that I think might have so much on the USA to win side. That while there are a couple European props I like, I don't even want to find myself for a moment needing them to hit a putt, if that makes any sense. Because my the piece that I, I think I might be making um, through multiple, like I even took some action uh, in my DMs this morning. Um, the piece that I think I'm going to continue to make here will dwarf ever wanting to see Casey hit that putt. So I don't even know if I want a part of it. But Casey and Victor, that's exactly who I would be picking from for top European. There are other props out here right now. You can bet uh, two hole-in-ones or more at 14 to 1. <laughs> we have to correct tournament score. You can official forecast what the score is going to be. It's some pretty deep. These are the only places where you can get big odds by on anything. Like USA to win by 1 to 3 points is plus 250. USA 4 to 6 is 4 to 1. I mean... If you're going to bet the USA, for example, let's say you had $100 to bet. So if you bet minus 200, you get, you win 50 bucks. You win 150 back if you bet the minus 100. But do you really think that the USA is going to win by seven or more points? Like if you think that the USA is going to win, it's probably going to be one to three or USA four to six, right? So if you just put 50 on both of those, you're getting better money on the USA. I, I mean, you don't yes. have every, you don't have every outcome covered, but one's plus 250, one's four to one. I do agree with that. Oh, man. I had a book make an odd for me in there. I already lost the number they gave me. So I'll say this. There are point spread bets starting to show up also, Pat. Like USA minus two and a half points plus 110. That doesn't seem like a good number, does it? 
It's easier. And the one you just said, that's the exact. If they, I'm just talking about a point spread. They have to win in the exact range on the on the other one. Yeah. So what did you say? It was minus two for the USA? Minus two and a half plus 110. I mean, what what's the biggest blowout in history? Like, has have, what was the last time that any side won by seven or more points? Seven or more? I don't have a clue. I couldn't even find you that. The biggest, the biggest point spread I see is USA minus four and a half, and that's only plus 230. That seems like a horrible bet. It does. So I, what I'm saying is, like, while you don't have every outcome covered with this, if you think the USA is going to win, like I said, USA, one to three point victory is plus 250. USA to win by four to six points is four to one. So that covers you from one to six points in terms of the USA winning, which it should, if the USA wins, it should fall into that. I mean, if not, then you're screwed and you know that's gambling. That sucks. But that seems like a better way to get your money. And then that point spread you talked about, because you could bet both those still better than the minus 110 they're offering. And you get one and two point win too. Yep. You're, n- you're not wrong. So I guess USA minus one and a half points at minus one thirty. That that could be I don't know. Is that worth saving point money? No oh, shit. The, the, the Europe won by seven points last time. I'm dead wrong on that. <laughs> they won seventeen and a half to ten and a half, and then before that it was two thousand and six. Europe won eighteen and a half to nine and a half. When was the last time the USA? The USA has never blown out once. In 1981 was the only time the USA ever covered that margin. That was and where was it? that was in England. They won 18 and a half to nine. Generally, the blowouts go to Europe. And if the USA wins, they won 17 to 11, 16 and a half to 11 and a half, 14 and a half to 13 and a half, 15 to 13, 14 and a half to 13 and a half. Historically, like there's just not a ton of blowouts unless Europe is blowing them out. I'm shocked, even with all the success we had on the last one. I'm shocked it was that large. Yeah, because we um, once because because normally they you, feel you always, large. They you, feel you always like forget blowout. too. You always forget what happens once the point is clinched, and there's like another five matches going on, and they probably just all flipped Europe and it just padded the score. Yeah, and it's easy. Like these are NFL Sundays for us, so like once it's over, just you're right. Um, okay, I see something an interesting prop on a book here, Pat. Hit me. They have odds for Bryson DeChambeau, first partner. The favorite might surprise you. Uh, is the favorite Brooks? No, Brooks is 33 to one. He's got the longest odds outside of no partner, which I guess means he doesn't play till singles at 66 to one. That he doesn't play the first session or just at all? Four sessions. Oh, he only plays singles? Okay. Yeah, because uh, it says no partner. First partner. Dustin? Finau. Dustin, six to one. Finau, eight to one. Not the favorite. Harris English? It makes sense in some way. This is clearly a, a play your own ball I think partnership that they're going for here. So thinking this will be a Friday afternoon partnership, Friday afternoon, Bridgestone partnership is what you're saying. No, but I don't think the favorite, I don't think you would play alternate shot with Bryson. 
I, I have no idea. Who is it? Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you. Fino eight, English eight, Scheffler six, Scott uh, Dustin six, Xander six, Jordan six to one, and the favorite Colin Morikawa plus four fifty. Okay, I mean I can see that. I, I I don't think that's a great alternate shot team, but I I can see it. Yeah, I think that assumes that he's not playing like that. That comes with the assumption Bryson is sitting on on the morning of friday uh, unless, i think there's a unless, unless they think that those two guys' games can be really compatible because if bryson's playing well their games are super compatible because bryson sucks from like 100 yards and in but that's where morikawa is like from 125 and in morikawa is the best player on the planet so if bryson can just hit the fairway morikawa is going to stick it to 10 feet every time and bryson's a good putter the problem becomes if bryson is all over the place that it just becomes more difficult for Morikawa to take advantage of what he does best. But even in the alternate side of it, because there's a couple holes here, like if you paired them up correctly, like Bryson could just take a rip at the greens. That's why I thought putting him together with someone with a great short game could be like, hey, Bryson, you're just aiming at the hole off the tee and try to hit it as far as you can. I'm Scotty Scheffler. I have a good short game. I'll just get it. I'll get you within eight feet. You go make the putt. That'll be our strategy when you're driving. Because with Morikawa, on the flip side, is he's just going to hit a bunch of fairways. If he's hitting a bunch of fairways, like Bryson from like 150 out is actually quite good. He gets himself into trouble because he hits it too close to the hole. You aren't wrong. The uncomfortability comes with how close he is to the hole. It's a it's a range of club that most players aren't familiar hitting, um, right? It wouldn't be their ideal range. I'm... I don't know. I could see Bryson going out there Friday morning, all shot, cracking this thing up. Yeah, I, I think there'd be a big lift to the crowd too, because th- this is actually a great opportunity for Bryson. That if yes! Bryce, if Bryson goes out and goes four and one, and he's like the leading getter, like people are on Team Bryson all of a sudden. Oh, right. We can just end it. If he is a great rider, Cup, well, it, it, can it, end, it, it doesn't right? end. It, no, 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 it doesn't end because it never no, ended. The, flip, it, it, the script flips a bit, though. It, 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 a, a bit, but it doesn't end because it didn't. It never ended for Patrick Reed. No, I don't mean. Okay, they're very different. Like people, yeah, but people don't like them. That that that's their commonality. I understand, they're, they're but alike. like Reed may have touched his. Touching your golf ball and being a weirdo are like different. I don't know. Like, I feel like the lines are different, but you're right. There's just a hate. Hate is blind. Um, and you're right. They're both perpetually disliked. So you're, you're probably right. There's no script flipped, but we can start to change something. And he could be the guy, the, that raw emotion um, that this team probably needs, but maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. All these pairings are easy to make if you think the guys are going to play to their ceilings. Yeah, if the guys play to their ceilings, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's super easy. Like, good Morikawa, good Bryson, good Ing. Like, anyone can be paired with anybody when they're playing like they are. Well, I'm looking at it. The So, last time, Thomas won four or five sessions. Molinari won all five sessions. Before that, it was Reed and Reed. Like, Reed was the best for two consecutive Ryder Cups at Hazeltine and uh, the one that was in Scott Glen Eagles in Scotland. Peters and Rose were the two best players before that. Then it was Poulter, 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 and then Garcia and Westwood. It's funny, Garcia and Westwood used to play together like exclusively in the mid-aughts. They were the leading point getters in 2004 and 2006. Maybe they'll throw a nostalgia team out there and just go Garcia-Westwood.
Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun, but I'm, I but don't but know. the reason that we liked Molinari and Westwood and Molinari and Fleetwood together last time is because we felt they had super similar games and that they were the closest together. And I think that this time around, I know I said like Casey with Hovland, Casey played with Hatton last time. What about a Casey Sergio team? Very possible. Like they do exactly the same things well and the exact same things poorly. Just hope to get some putting luck and you might be onto something. Yeah, I I, I would like that. I mean, I am very, I mean, that's that's the fun part about it. All the permutations on what these pairings can be, um, you know, most in some respects, like Padraig's lineup is easier to fill because it's like he has more limited options, like in terms of writing out the the, the lineup card, as opposed to what Stricker has to do and, and maybe some ego meddling on that end. Um, yeah, I'm excited for all of it. I will say the one the one avenue where the President's Cup absolutely crushes the Ryder Cup, Pat, is, is the draft, the match, the match, match draft. selection. Yeah. yeah, they give us nightly drafts. The USA, the Ryder Cup is literally, it's like a major league baseball manager. He writes his batting order and that's submitted. And then you see the other team's batting order. And that's the matchups. 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, etc. The, the President's Cup is, they take turns. I throw up my guy. You got to pick who you want to match them. Yeah, like, like it's amazing. Yeah, they, they they at the President's Cup they put up answer and answer was on the roll. It's like you know who you're playing in the first match, pal. Tiger. It's like oh no, no. Think, oh Tiger no. Was the captain, so he's like you're playing me. <laughs> like uh, it's great TV. I like try to make sure I know when it's going to air because it's sometimes there's still matches going on when the captains have to be hustled off because there's afternoon sessions. But it's um. As like a hardcore golf fan, it's really so cool. I love it so much. I, I I guess the Ryder Cup is fun in its own way. It's like blind, you know, and and that's the part of it, Pat. Like if you're Stricker, your biggest mind game is trying to find which which slot Rom will be in. Like, is that the one thing? Like where like where are they slotting? I, I think if, 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 if Stricker is thinking that way, the U.S. is going to lose. He can't think about what Europe is. Europe is the team that needs to like think that stuff through because the USA can put out eight guys who are fucking awesome and it doesn't matter. So the Europeans really need to figure out like, oh, I want to throw Rom, try to get him matched up against these this these people. And like, Strickers needs to be, yeah, we're playing all of our good players. You match up with us. Yeah. How about that? Like if they start looking if they a- start overthinking it like that, they're screwed. That that means they don't feel like they can win. Like, who cares okay. if they're playing Rom or Rory? It doesn't matter because they can throw out Bryson and Brooks and DJ and Spieth and Thomas and Xander and Cantley. Like, all those guys can beat Rom. You are right. You are absolutely right. I don't disagree. I agree with most of what you said. I still think if you can... It's like if I can find a way to get the matchup I want versus Rom, like then this whole thing is. And you, to your point, I agree. There's no bad matchups. That's the, as I I said in all the lead up content, like Stricker, in my opinion, from from picking the roster to making these teams to in event management, 
He's got three goddamn Mulligans. They've got three goddamn Lee Westwoods. Finally, I will throw this out here. Although I am picking the U.S. to win, I am not going to bet it at minus 200 because, as you know, Jeff, I cheer for the European team regardless. I want to see the European team win. It just it would. I love seeing Americans melt down about the Ryder Cup when they have the vastly superior team and suck. It just it cracks me up. Not being American, I feel like we should be backing Team Europe here. Like in terms of we like, are... like in terms of actual rooting support. Financially, you want to bet on whatever the best bet is. I think that line is a bit too steep for a weird tournament like this. It's just not for me. I'll play the individual props. I'll probably bet a few Americans, bet a few Europeans be top point getters on their own team, maybe overall. I'll release everything once I see everything on Thursday night, honestly. I'll send out an email blast, or I'll put it on Twitter or Facebook, whatever that is. I want to make a more informed decision, but just objectively, I'm rooting for Europe here. I want to see them kill them. I've always been there, and it's been fun. It has, and you get to win a bet and enjoy the tweaking on the other side and these experts at everything like your ship nooks and, and, and pals get to, you know, break it down from seven ways to Sunday and the most entertaining thing in sport. Yeah. My team's don't win championships is USA losing post event press conference. Okay. <laughs> it's almost as good as, um, you know, when Patrick and Justine get a show up to the evening wear events that we lose, but there's so many things around this event that I love. And people think the US locker room is cliquey. I think part of their problem is the wives and girlfriends. I mean that. Do we actually know that that's a thing or is that just, there's so little to cover about these guys because they're so boring that people just, oh yeah, this is probably what's going on. Do we actually know? No, I know. I've met a few, I've I've met enough women in my life to assume the USA women is, are probably more cliquey than, there's probably more cat fighting among the wives and girlfriends than there are the players. You're sure about that, are you? Or are you just making just no? I didn't say I'm sure about it. I didn't say I'm sure about it. So it's my opinion. All right. I think you might want to. And I guarantee you, I I bet you some of them said you message Stricker. I don't. They they didn't want Justine there as much as some of the boys didn't want Patrick. I promise you, pal. Promise you. All right. I will leave you with this. The last three times that the USA has won the Ryder Cup, here are the leading point getters for the USA. Patrick Reed, three and a half points in 2016. Hunter Mahan, three and a half points in 2008. Hal Sutton, three and a half points in 1999. That's how few times the USA has actually won the Ryder Cup. And each of those times, it wasn't the big boys doing all the damage for them. No, you are absolutely right. And I think history shows their big boys, you know, didn't, I don't know. I'm banking on my money is banking on. Um, there's like a, just a, a new age. There's a new script to be written for USA golf uh, right now. And it starts on Friday. These are babies at this event. And I think the guys that have taken the leadership role are really excited to do it. And I trust them. All right. That will do as it. much as I don't like how some things were handled in the past. I do think. I understand what Stricker did. I might maybe give him best chance to win. I don't think he could have made a wrong decision to be, to be honest, uh, but I'm in. I'll have the bet. I think it can get smaller for me on the total outright to win it. I've mentioned my small stake, 145. That's, I mean, I'll take as much as that as I can get. 
I'd create burner accounts for more of that uh, at that website, but it's then they catch you and then everything goes to shit. Well, just talk to uh, Tim. No one knows more about burner accounts than Tim. He has like I will say my Xander thing's a bit of a wild card bet. You know, that's the guy. I, I think he's going to play Max Sessions. The bet I love, guys. The bet I love here. And it's your single day. It's my, it's my lock of the week. USA singles. I'm seeing it. The shortest I can find it is 138. USA to win Sunday. Play all the permutations of matches in your heads. What you think those lines would be. And then what you think having 12 V12 with those lines should be. And I'm telling you, this is a good bet. I don't have anything in it right now. I'll have those out probably Thursday once I see the teams. But I'm leaning Sergio Casey. If those guys are playing first session, if they win their first match, I can see them playing if they're playing together or even independently, just getting some of those guys through. Because even if I think the USA is going to win, Paul Casey could win four and a half points or something and Europe still loses at the same time or even Sergio for that matter. But I do think they would make a good team. So that's really the one I'm looking at. And I'd be interested in that USA by one to three points, USA four to six points at the plus money to offset the minus 200 if you really want to do that. And you can find that up at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. How many comments do you think are going to be in the YouTube section about me like fucking up the odds at the beginning of the show before they realize that I fucked them up and I noticed it? I don't know. I was refreshing like DraftKings Sportsbook like 80 times as you were saying that. Like, what aren't I seeing? Um, In closing though, Pat, what are we eyeing down Thursday night? Like for you, it's more like you mentioned those euros. But for me, if I see Bryson going out Thursday morning, I'm running to the computer for top USA, top overall. Like that sets it up that, that they're allowing him to try to be amazing. Finau and Morikawa are other guys who will have my attention as a big overall bet if I see them out early. It means we're all go potentially for them in my mind. I would be taking a look at the three back-end Europeans to see if they make their way into the first session somehow, whether it be Fitzpatrick, Westwood, or Weisberger, that if they're in that first session, that they'll have the right to play well and keep playing. And then all of a sudden, you have guys with super inflated odds on the European side. And Bryson, though, right? You see Bryson. Oh, no, yeah, I see, Bri- I see Bryson. Listen, I, I want to root for Bryson. And of all the guys on the American team I want to root for, it's him and Morikawa. So, yeah, you'll sign me up for that one. Yeah. All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. Smash the like on the way out. Follow G Feinberg at G Feinberg 17 and check out his new show on Mayo media network. Feinbolt coming out on Wednesdays and or Thursdays, depending on when Jeff records them. Our spread show comes out on Wednesdays, pick by pick plus a cuss corner mini all in the middle. Remember to check out the fantasy golf degenerates Monday evening, all the way up until Friday on Mayo media network as they break down the DraftKings side of this with the captain slot and everything like that. And I think European tour picks and bets with sky and Tom is going to go for the Ryder cup as well. That'll be out either on Monday night or Tuesday morning to give you plenty of time to break down and enjoy some Ryder cup chalk. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the event. I'll see you next time. Experience. Experience.